Welcome back to another episode of the Primary Care Podcast. It is your uh, pod doctor, uh, Dr. Mark List. Uh, now today's joke from the Primary Care Pod at gmail.com inbox. By the way, that's where you can email me jokes, articles you want me to read, uh, other opportunities, or just to say hi. Um, anyways, uh, the Primary Care Pod at gmail.com inbox joke of the day. Oh, I dropped my phone. Uh, let me read it here. Hold on. Uh, Dr. List, you recently had a Star Wars joke for May the 4th be with you day. Yes, I did. That's right. That was in a previous episode, like a couple weeks ago. Uh, I I am not a Star Wars fan, but my husband is. And so for my whole life, I thought Chewbacca was an Ewok. I guess that was a Wookiee mistake. All right. Um, Yeah, no comment. Uh, Let's start the podcast episode. Primary Care Podcast is written and edited by a family physician for an audience of other physicians, nurse practitioners, physicians, assistants, residents, and medical students interested in primary care topics. This is not a podcast for patients and should not be used as medical advice. This is also a personal podcast produced on my own time and solely reflecting my personal opinions. Statements of this podcast do not reflect the views or policies of my employer, past or present, or any other organization with which I may be affiliated. Thank you for listening to the Primary Care Podcast. I'm Dr. Mark List, here to bring you the latest news, guidelines, and updates from primary care sources around the globe. Keeping it under 15 minutes long because you're in a hurry and I'm not that smart. Well, welcome back to the podcast, Pod Girls, Pod Boys, Pod People. It is your Pod Doctor, Doctor Mark List. Um, today's episode is more of a fun one, so kind of turn your brain off, enjoy. This is about public perception of you, the primary care provider, and and how you can change that perception when your patients are in the exam room. Today, we're talking about an article uh, that was done in JAMA back in July 30th of 2021. So we're going way back, and normally I don't go back this far, uh, but only uh, almost uh, 11 months. Nope, just kidding. That's way off. Uh, 10 months. Uh, that's not way off. 10 months uh, back. There is a an article here about public perception of physician attire and professionalism in the U.S., so how does the public perceive casual physician tire, attire compared to white coats? And are there differences by gender of the physician? So this is a survey study um, based on patient preferences. And so obviously a lot of this is going to be um, difficult to judge how, how accurate this information is. But I think it's important because as we have gotten more and more progressive in medicine and in our culture, we've shifted away from the classic white coat uh, physicians and healthcare providers wearing white coats and more in the uh, business uh, business professional attire. And in this study, they did a couple of different trials where they showed patients um different pictures of models, and the models uh, do not have faces, it's just basically neck down, uh, male and female, and show them wearing different attire. Number one is uh, professional business attire, and then with a white coat over top their professional business attire, um, a flannel uh, jacket over top of their business attire, or a um, soft shell jacket over their professional business attire. And both of these, both the fleece and the soft shell jacket have the company, um, the research organization, the, the um, university logo on it. So it is a professional uh, fleece or soft shell jacket. We're not having like Nike or Under Armour or anything like that. Um, they're not sponsoring this podcast either, but if they wanted to shoot me an email at primarycarepod.gmail.com. Um, so with this article, they looked at all three of those options, and then they also looked at the same white coat uh, 
a, a fleece jacket and softshell jacket, but not professional attire, scrub attire underneath, and and had patients rate the uh, professionalism, the friendliness, and the experience of the physician based on what they were wearing. And what is interesting is that the relative age of the respondent was actually pretty young for a medical study. Uh, 36 years old was the average respondent, uh, standard deviation of 12 years. So, you know, a wide, a wide range of um, patient perception uh, or patients that uh, viewing their perception. And what I thought was pretty interesting were the results. And so what they did is they asked the, the respondents, rate your preferred traits in terms of the most importance, experience, professionalism, or friendliness in your physician. And all were fairly similar, but people preferred experience, and then next professionalism, and finally friendliness in terms of what they preferred in their traits in their physicians. And then they asked how, what they normally experience uh, in terms of do they normally see physicians in white coats or scrubs or fleece jackets or soft shell jackets, um, business attire, et cetera, and got their... Um, got their experience. And then the most interesting graph I'm going to click into here is the perceived experience. And so just looking at the um, at the physician model, the physicians that were wearing white coats received a huge bump in their overall uh, per, uh, perceived experience rating just same business wear, but switching from a soft shell jacket or a fleece jacket and adding a white coat instead of just classical business wear with those other options had a very high statistically significant jump and almost almost a 33% increase in their in their experience scores in their professionalism in their professionalism scores same thing adding a white coat instead of a fleece or another soft shell jacket even with the company uh, research institutions logo um, significant, almost 33% increase, relative increase in their perceived professionalism. Okay. And when they switched from uh, business attire to scrubs, that same result was, was seen where white coat performed the best over top of scrubs, followed by fleece and soft shell, which were pretty much tied. Now it is pretty important to note that the ratings for business innerwear versus scrubs as the innerwear showed that business innerwear was definitely preferred in terms of the experience and professionalism scores, but not statistically significantly different. Um, so while there was absolutely a numbers and on this, this graph, clearly a, 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 a perceived um, preference by patients in terms of what their providers wear, um, it was statistically not significant between scrubs and business wear, but definitely statistically significant between white coat and other all other options. And this was mostly true with family physicians. With surgeons, it was far more important for them to have scrubs on as their innerwear, and they were actually uh, much highly rated when they had scrubs on versus when they had professional business wear uh, on the inner layer. And uh, people really did not like when surgeons were wearing business innerwear with only a fleece or a soft shell jacket over top of it. Again, their 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 brain's perceived notion of what a surgeon should look like did not mesh. And so their perceived experience and professionalism scores were much lower. You did not see this with family physicians. Family physicians, again, um, had very similar scores between uh, scrubs versus uh, business outerwear. Now, 
the this is again this this fits with kind of what we've seen in previous studies where the white coat does tend to matter in terms of the overall public perception on the uh, what their healthcare provider is wearing, right? People respect you and think you have more experience if you wear that white coat. Here is the more alarming thing, and that is the fact that almost every single survey response uh, respondent all had significant bias against women. Their perceived professionalism rating and their perceived uh, experience rating were lower with almost every single setting when it came to professional business wear as an innerwear. Didn't matter if they wore white coat or fleece or soft shell. Men always scored better. Interestingly, when women and men both wore white coat with scrubs underneath, women and men respond, uh, scored exactly identical. So scrubs were ultimately the complete equalizer uh, when it came to perception by patients and their professionalism and their experience, but not when it came to, um, not when it came to business wear, which I thought was pretty interesting. The final part of the study, which is not surprising whatsoever when it comes to implicit gender bias within the general population in America, um, is that they also asked the respondents to looking at a picture of the model if they were if they perceived that the picture was more likely to be a physician, a surgeon, a nurse, a medical tech, or a physician assistant. And very interestingly, every time that they showed pictures of people in scrubs, they were not associated, the public perception was not associated with surgeons, or sorry, was associated with surgeons, but not with family physicians. Family physicians were almost entirely associated or perceived to be uh, the white coat. So if the provider was wearing a white coat, um, they were more likely to be identified as a doctor. If they were wearing scrubs, they were thought to be a surgeon. Now, the caveat here is when there was a female wearing scrubs, there was a high percentage of respondents that assumed that the woman wearing scrubs in the picture was a nurse or a medical technician. This was even made worse if there was no white coat present. If it was scrubs and a fleece or soft shell jacket, there was, they were almost never identified as a family physician and instead almost always identified as a nurse or a medical technician. Now, this is not really surprising to anybody been around medicine for a long time. I remember being a medical student wearing a short white coat who walked into a room with a senior level OBGYN resident. And not only the patient who is about to give birth, but also their spouse thought that I, a fresh, young-faced physician, uh, medical student in the room, was the, was the doctor and that the senior-level OBGYN resident uh, was the medical student and or uh, physician assistant and did not, did not have any idea even after the physician described themselves or introduced themselves as doctor 
Um, and I and I told them that I was, you know, I just gave my first name and that I was the student. Uh, the their perception was that actually I was the physician, which they were very confused. Now, this is something that almost all female physicians have dealt with, and this study just reiterates the fact that that female healthcare providers are always going to have a harder time than somebody like myself who is a straight white male from the Midwest without an accent, who I walk into a room and everyone assumes that I'm the doctor. And this study, again, confirms the fact that we know that many patients have this um, embedded gender bias that they just assume that the person, uh, the female walking in the room in scrubs is going to be the nurse. And this happens many times and there's been, you know, many anecdotes of uh, my female colleagues walking into a room, describing themselves as doctor or whatever, wearing a giant name tag with the words physician written underneath it in all capital letters, and patients still don't get that they are the actual physician and they're not a nurse. Um, Again, I I think that um, we've talked a lot in this podcast that bias is very important to recognize and it's hard to overcome. And this study just proves it, that uh, there is this, you know, embedded gender bias. There is this bias towards people um, assuming that the white coat is the physician and scrubs are for nurses. Uh, but having that white coat instead of a, you know, a more comfortable soft shell jacket or fleece probably does improve your patient's professionalism perception of you and their overall your overall experience. Um, so again, hard to shake as we try to get more comfortable and more modern. Uh, some of the shackles of uh, history that actually tend to lead to this, um, you know, completely unrecognized bias by our patients. So again, very, um, very soft topic today, nothing too hardcore, but I, I think it is important to understand how our patients perceive us, how this impacts their overall patient satisfaction, how this improves our ability to earn their trust and to overall um, demonstrate our our competence to them in our communication skills and in this case, our nonverbal communication and how we present ourselves as well. So hopefully this was an interesting topic for you. Um, We will be back uh, next week with another topic. This has been Dr. Mark List from the Primary Care Podcast. Reminder, you don't need to stay up all night to stay up to date. Thanks and have a great week.